This podcast is brought to you by Reach Innovations. For more info, go to reachinnovations.com. Welcome to The Conversation, where we talk about life, family, and ministry, and how we can apply what we learn to our everyday lives so we can be our best selves every day. So, cool thing happened was, I mean, I was telling Dad this morning, I'm just still just amazed that we were able to do that. Because today I saw side by side, because at Best Buy they had both Macs just set up side by side so you could see their displays. Mm -hmm. And I told you, like, one was just HD, and then the other was, you know, the 4K high resolution, which means... Which brighter, means I have my contacts on. You can see it. Which means brighter, <laughs> brighter screen, uh, more vibrant colors. Everything is just better. Heaven. Quality. And I didn't realize how low quality HD was. Because at the time when HD came out, HD was like, wow, that's as good as it's going to get. But I want to know, is out. it widescreen or has it been modified to fit on the television it that it's stretched? showing has it been formatted it been to fit the screen <laughs> because we have to always watch widescreen well 4k and, and, isn't something that really and needs to be 4k I mean, I mean, it's, it's not 1998 anymore i'm not going to talk tech not, that's not a thing anymore is it screen and, and, and technicolor <laughs> yeah so it's been kind of like two days of awesome because like warriors won last night i know which was insane there's this kid who walks by me on Tuesday, and he, he, uh, he always wears these, these red high tops. And I'm like, dude, you got your kicks on today. He's like, yes, ma'am, they're my basketball shoes. And I'm like, what about the Warriors last night? What's up with that? <laughs> He's like, I know, ma'am. It's, wow, it's exciting. And, of course, I asked him who he's going for, and he's going for the Warriors. And yeah. So I was, I was, I was hanging in there. Yeah, I you were was holding a sports conversation. I was. Well, so speaking, <laughs> speaking of the game, so mm -hmm. Kevin Durant pulls his muscle what in the first quarter? Yeah, tears his Achilles end, in the second. End of the yeah, second. Okay, mm. and he had already scored three. So tear an Achilles sounds a little bit better than pulls a muscle. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, I saw a slow motion of it. You can ah, see it, like, oh, as he oh. plants his foot. You can see just under his skin, just a little oh, bit of muscle movement. Stop. Okay, like, back to Dad's Ooh. version. He pulled a muscle. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> anyway, and he goes down. So, you know, and they don't call a timeout or anything, and so they run the ball back to the other side, and, and I think Draymond Green fouled whoever had the ball. Yeah. But, but then at the timeout, you know, because it was an injury timeout, mm -hmm. They're walking him back to the locker room. And so here goes uh, Andre Iguodala goes with him, and Steph Curry goes with him. Aw, his buddies. So in the post-game post interview with Steph Curry, they were asking him, you know, in the finals, you only get so much time for timeouts. Mm -hmm. Iguodala was not on the court at the time, but you were. Right. So what caused you to, to go back to the locker room with him? Mm -hmm. Right. And he said, well, you know, he said, sometimes, you know, when the spirit leads, you got to go. He said, I, 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 I can't say that I just thought about it. I just felt like I was supposed to go, so I went. And he said, because there's something more important here than just the game that we're playing. Mm -hmm. it's, 
his people. life. Mm. He said, and everything that that Durant's been through right. this yeah. year that's been very difficult for him. So <laughs> I was just impressed with that family. Beautiful. Yeah, care 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 about the person more than mm-hmm. you know, because with the media and the news and the ESPN, it's all about the finals. It's mm-hmm. all about winning the game. Everything that you should that you do should be about winning the game. And so it was mm-hmm. really cool to see guys that didn't only care about the game but they cared about the people on yeah. the team more yeah yeah and that yeah, goes back to what i told you today at lunch about kareem hunt um uh the we were talking about the cleveland browns kareem hunt or kareem kareem oh, okay <laughs> not kareem hunt, said kareem hunt. Real, real quick hold, hold that thought let me oh, okay. let me ask my our technical director are, do i need to move the wind chimes or are they good oh, no beautiful okay back to you zach cream cream tell us about cream yeah so cream hunt uh well (laughs) dad and i were just talking about football because july is the last month he's football i'm sorry okay july football yeah sorry this we're shifting gears (laughs) okay no because i I mean like july similar situation different sport okay exactly because july is the last month without football praise the lord anyways without is oh my word moment because watching watching the game last night Watching the game last night, I wasn't so much rooting for the Warriors to win. For them to win, just because I wanted them to win because I didn't want basketball to be over. Because if they (laughs) lost, it's like, that's it. Goodbye, basketball. So, anyways. But we were talking about Kareem Hunt. Because last (sighs) year, uh, he was a running back. Reading. What? I said, then you know, if it's over soon, then 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 you have to go to reading. And oh man. Oh, audio yeah, books. No more TV. Audio, <laughs> audio books, y'all. Audio books. Um, but uh, no, but uh, last no. season yeah, for the push for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Kareem Hunt, who's their running back, uh, it was his second year in the NFL, and a video had surfaced on the internet of Kareem well, it's, Hunt. It's got to be true. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> of Kareem Hunt outside You're his discrediting his story outside. Honey. It was a video security footage of him outside of his apartment, and he got into a little scuffle with a woman and pushed her and pushed her to the ground and and ended up, I think, and kicked her. Oh! And so, like, that video surfaced, and as soon as the Kansas City Chiefs found out about it, they cut him from the team. And it's almost like his entire life. Nobody else really wanted to pick him up. They were very apprehensive. His his entire life kind of just fell apart in that moment. Wow. And um, a few months later, it, it had been, a, I mean, a couple months went by and nobody wanted to pick him up, obviously. I mean, because after going, it's kind of like, you know, Johnny Menzel. He went through like yeah. a really rough time and no teams wanted to sign him because it's like you're going to create problems. But a few months went by and the Cleveland Browns ended up signing Kareem Hunt. Mm. And that's where he's at right now. And I saw a picture. It was, I think it was the week before we had our baptism Sunday. And I was just scrolling through social media, and it was because I follow the NFL on Instagram. And it was a picture of Kareem Hunt and these two guys that are standing next to him, and they're all smiling. And it was Kareem that had wrote the the uh, the write up at the bottom, and he basically said, "You know, so honored that I get to do life with these people." And I was very curious. I was like, "What? Is, what in the world is going on?" So I l- looked into it a little bit more, and I found out that. The picture was a picture of uh, Kareem Hunt, and both the guys that were there with him were the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. and the other was the general manager for the Cleveland Browns. And they had oh gone with him. Oh, my word. Wow. Oliver is literally... Oh, my word. Carrying Where's a our video log, right now? Okay, go ahead. Carrying a log around. Anyways, um, 
And it was a picture of Kareem Hunt with the head coach and the general mm-hmm. manager of the Cleveland Browns. And what had happened was it was on a Sunday morning and Kareem went to go get baptized mm. and his Beautiful. head coach and general manager were there to support him. And the, of course, ESPN was there. And so they asked him like, why are you guys here? And like, what's going on? What, what's this all about? And the general manager told ESPN, he said, um, we're not here to support Kareem Hunt, the player. We're here to support Kareem Hunt, the person. Mm. And... I, whenever I saw that, I was like, that's just so awesome. Because, I mean, they're a football organization. They don't have to be involved in their players' lives. They can treat it as a business or they can treat it as a business-slash-relationship opportunity to grow with these players. And especially for a person like Kareem Hunt to literally be like at his lowest point in life, to try and build himself back up and to really know what it's like to live a life of character – to have your peers and your head coach and your general manager come beside you and be like, hey, we're not just here to support you on the sideline, but we're here to support you like right here in the nitty grittiness of life. Mm-hmm. Like that spoke volumes to me. And I was like, man, that's just that's so cool. Well, the so- beautiful thing is when God looks at us, he doesn't look at Zach, the son or Zach, the 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 the, the brother or Zach the musician, or Zach the basketball player, or football player, or whatever. Whatever your titles are, whatever your job is, he doesn't look at you as that. He looks at you as, I mean, the first, the first example was correct. God sees you as his son. Yeah, exactly. You know? You're not my son, but you're my son. <laughs> God sees you as his son. He doesn't see you as what you do. Mm-hmm. He sees you who you are. Yeah. And that should take a lot of life's pressure off when we really come to the knowledge that when God sees us, he doesn't see us how we are. He sees us how we're going to be because God sees our end from our beginning. So he already knows the amazing things that we're capable of doing. Mm -hmm. We are discovering that we, and we do that by listening to him and obeying him and walking through those doors and the opportunities that come. Mm -hmm. And that was a beautiful story of the person, not the player. And, that's what God looks at. He looks at, you are my son. You are my daughter. And so, and Father's Day is just right around the corner. And so, you mm-hmm. know, it, 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 our minds are thinking of dads and fathers. But ultimately, we were created to have relationship with our Heavenly Father. Yeah. yeah. And that's what He desires. I was, I was talking with this 15-year-old young man and uh, just wanted to be an encouragement to him. And one of the things that I talked to him about was this statistic that was sent to me about the influence of people going to church and that, you know, the children's influence bringing their parents to church is about a 17 percent, according Mm -hmm. to the statistic. Twenty eight percent is the mom going, which, you know, typically I always thought kids would be number one, mom would be number two. But ninety eight percent of the family goes when the dad goes. Mm hmm. When the dad steps up and becomes the leader and, you know, as I was listening to you guys, I was thinking about how um, the the different people in my life, the men in my life that that encouraged me, that when I was around them or when they spoke into my life, they made me feel like I could do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and people, are, we're looking for people like that. You know, pe- people are looking for... People that will love them and encourage them and help them feel, uh, help them know and realize who they are really on the inside and see them, see them through the eyes of potential, not through the eyes of what they've done up to this point or mistakes yeah. they've made or, yeah. you know, yeah. 
Believe me, people know their own mistakes. I mean, you guys do. I, I do. I certainly <laughs> know the mistakes I've made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, um, that, that time a couple years ago when I had kind of gone through uh, just a not-so-fun situation and sitting down uh, with the pastor and mm-hmm. you and Dad were there and uh, just, you know, having conversation, just talking about how we can resolve the situation and resolve the issue. And I, and I just remembered when the pastor just looked at me and just reassured me that God doesn't hold me accountable for my past, but that he holds me accountable for my future. And that every decision that I make now, you know, or basically before I make a decision, whenever I'm seeking just wisdom or counsel or, or knowledge from God, which I really should be doing that all the time. You know, there's never a time where we're not supposed to be doing that. Um, but whenever I am seeking God for that kind of wisdom, just realizing that whenever God orders me or gives me direction on something that I need to understand that whenever I'm stepping out on this, I'm one step closer to becoming everything that God is calling me to be everything that God is expecting of me. Um, because yeah, he, he is calling us not only to step into a better life, but to step into a better version of ourselves, the version that he's called us to be Mm -hmm. like Jude Law said, I want you to be the best version of yourself. Is that from Captain Marvel? Yeah, that kind of (laughs) was. cool yeah i was listening to jensen franklin this morning and he was talking about um your how people most of the time go to god just for miracles all the time just anytime they need something and so i call that a sugar daddy yeah or as Mm -hmm. nf said you Mm -hmm. always look to heaven when you're going through some drama yeah and you're just We've full of the one-liners there, aren't that. you, dude? I'm like, hey, know, do you have any what else you guys got to throw my way? And Zach, <laughs> Zach P. Johnson. As Robin Williams. I'm focusing oh. on staying awake. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. free-flowing right now. Zach. Yeah. Yeah. But that was so true. And we've got to be real with him. He's our Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. And you go to God when, when you're in the good times so that you're prepared for when the bad times come. And yes, you heard me say it. There are bad times in life. Yeah. Um, there's tough times in life. As long as we're on this earth, Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulation. But take heart, because I've overcome this world. Mm-hmm. And you have even your faith, you know. But you, you've got to cont- continually go to the Lord and have that daily connection, that daily communion with him. And, and invite him. He's he's a gentleman. He's not going to force his way in. He's not going to make you be. Today I was talking to some coworkers, and we were talking about like legislation and and people who are making decisions that you know are just so wrong. And I said, I see in my spirit's eye, like they're sitting down at this table, you know, with all the all the cameras in front of them and all the microphones and everything, and. And they're getting ready to sign this, these, these papers of legislation. And like there's a, there's a string attached to all of mm. their hands like a marionette puppet. Yeah. And like the enemy is going, okay, now sign this and now do this and just pu- puppeteering mm. them. Yeah. And because anyone in their right mind, in their human mind, mm-hmm. would not be signing into law what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're being deceived. They're, they're in the darkness, just like the word says, you know, they're, they're walking around in a stupor. They're not, 
Yeah. Because they're just being controlled by the enemy of this world and they're being puppeteered uh-huh. by, by the slyest being on the planet yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like wow so so yeah there's bad things are, are happening all around us but when we go to god he he has the wisdom yeah. he has the way he has the answer and it's going to always be better than what we can come up with mm-hmm. yeah. i've never had a good idea in my life but god has and when i act on those those ideas I people think I'm smart or people think I'm creative or or witty or whatever and it's like no that was a god idea. Right. You know it, and it, and it worked. So praise God. Uh-huh. So go to God with with everything. Absolutely. And to shift gears a little bit like um Becca you were we had just we were actually just talking like probably an hour ago about like you just started a new job today and that feeling <laughs> Kudos, that kudos. feeling of like, man. Like I a, can't even put staples in a stapler. Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> that like I just, I'm, I'm new. And they so, don't yeah. know me. They don't know what I've done. <laughs> what you're capable yeah. of. So even today, one guy, um, and he's fun. He's fruity. Um, but he's so much fun. And he was like, fruity. Um, is this your first job? Have you ever worked a job before? <laughs> and I was like, how old are you? <laughs> And I was like, I'm, tw-, and, I, and I said, you know, I'm 23. Yes, I've worked a job before. Um, but just like in that moment, you can't just tell them, let's go through the list. Okay. Uh-huh. What have you done <laughs> the last five years? <laughs> just yeah. But th- your mind goes there mm-hmm. and like, okay, just train me, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't act like that. But anyways, <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And dad brought up a good point. The key to everything. Mm-hmm is teachability remaining staying teachable staying teachable you know no matter who it is people will realize you know how much you know they'll they'll find it out if if you'll just stay the course yeah and and you know basically prove them wrong you know it's kind of like it's so funny but that's so true you have to do you do that yeah you just because you're like you we talked about show up to a job sometimes and you're like i just need to let them know. So right off the bat, I'm not looked down upon in a way of like, oh, no, you're not No, but capable. not in a bad way. But you actually do, as you walk it out, mm-hmm. you prove who you are. Yeah. You prove that, yes, I am approachable if you need prayer. Does that mean like actions speak louder than words? Like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> or like you can call me if you need this problem fixed. Well, you, know, I mean, you can use okay, that. Okay, we were talking about, the, talking about the Warriors and, I mean, these finals with the Warriors and the, and the Raptors. So okay. Well, when you're playing in Toronto, you know, every time – Clay Thompson or, or Steph Curry would sink a three, mm-hmm. you know, or somebody else, the crowd would hush, you know, so there'd be this real big climax and this huge thing that happened on the other end of the court. And then, and then Curry comes down and sinks a three and it's like, it's like somebody pulled the sucks plug. the wind out. And then when they won, Ooh. when the game was over, it, it was, was like, so weird. <laughs> it was like everybody, Nobody. there was this eerie. Well, like, because I was sitting there in, like, because in the last, it was literally, like, the last minute, 45 seconds, and the Warriors had literally been up. Wait, this was in Toronto? Yeah. yeah. This was last oh, night in Toronto. Was on Toronto so the Warriors had been up the entire, they were in the lead the entire game, all except for, like, 54 seconds of the game. They lost the lead, but then they got it right back. But, like, Toronto was doing their, like, final push and everything. And Kawhi, well, they were all getting ready to go to Disney World, and they didn't get to go, so that's why they were kind of just going <laughs> Yeah, no. But Kawhi Leonard, like, he was doing, like, his crunch time <laughs> plays. Like, he hit a three, 
And then Warriors got the ball. They got, <laughs> it, like, Kawhi stripped the ball from him, went down, made another three. And then, like, he he literally put up, like, nine points in, like, wow. 20 seconds. It was ridiculous. Like? Yeah. I'm going to say like <laughs> Eight and a, half. a couple times. <laughs> and so he, like, was really going at it. Man, now I'm going to be so <laughs> conscious of this the whole time. Like, but he was putting up these points. Yeah. And then Golden State got a stop. Curry put in that clutch three to silence everyone. Okay, hurry and finish because I'm trying to get to mine. But then at the very end, at the very end, there's like (laughs) 10 seconds left, and Toronto's trying, and Kyle Lowry puts it up. And at that point, you're sitting there like, (gasps) like the ball's in the air, and then it hits the backboard. And I didn't even realize that the game was over, but it was because everyone was just like, boom. And then Curry just took off down the court, like celebrating. And it was, uh, it was. But he was was celebrating by himself and nobody else was celebrating him. Nobody else was celebrating (laughs) the Warriors. They were like, like, I can't believe we lost. Well, here's, here's kind of where I was going is I saw Steph Curry in in an interview. Um, This was the day before the game. He's in Toronto already. And they're interviewing him. I'm going to get my dog before he digs to Toronto. (laughs) <laughs> and, oh, sorry. And, <laughs> and and so I saw him in this interview and and they were asking him, Well well what is this? Get him, honey, get him. Quiet what, one. What does this mean for you guys? Because they were talking about, you know, the the all the challenges that that they were facing, mm-hmm. you know, into this game. And she and you know, how is this going to affect your play? And I and I loved what Steph Curry said. He said Listen, we don't have anything to prove. Mm. Oh, I know what, the, what they were talking mm. about. They mm. were talking about wow. Straight they out. They were talking about two. being Come down, <laughs> being down three, three to one. That's yeah. what it was. And Steph Curry said, "Listen, our our team has nothing to prove. Yeah. We've been here before. Yeah, our guys are familiar with this. We have experience. You know, in these situations, he said, and we're just going to take it one, one play at a time." Yeah. And hopefully win one game. That's all we're focused on right now. And I, I think that's what people have to do yeah. when they get into your situations like you're talking about, where they're, where people are treating like treating you like you don't know anything, like you're brand new to the world. You were just born yesterday. Sometimes <laughs> baby you, face. Sometimes you <laughs> thank just you, need Dad. To, I have a baby face you're too. You're welcome for that. You're gonna look young all <laughs> of your like, life. How old are you? <clears throat> like right out of high school just, literally just, just grow <laughs> a beard and that'll take my, care of one that of them thought it was my first job <laughs> but then i'm not like um super overpowering mm-hmm. you know in like i'm this age or whatever and so i just hope people figure it out <laughs> like on your, on your yeah but you i'm thinking of in. that because like um this has happened before traveling when it was um you know we thought you were the shyest one and i was like what i've never been told i was shy ever and it was like, how in the world, I, to myself, I was like, how in the world could someone think that, you know? Yeah. How did we get um, here? And so I purposefully had to make a change. Yeah. Thanks for listening to The Conversation. For more episodes, feel free to subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search The Conversation. Thanks again for listening. Yeah.